Welcome to the Faith in Maine podcast. I'm Katie Clark, your host. We are sharing stories of life and faith and ministry across our 58 churches, 18 summer chapels, Camp Bishopswood, three Jubilee centers, and ministries that make up the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. Today, we'd like to share with you a sermon for the Episcopal Diocese of Maine, preached by Yvonne O'Neill on February 14, 2021, as part of the diocesan-wide worship service honoring Blessed Absalom Jones. The service was created by the Racial Justice Council of the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. The sermon was recorded in St. Martin's Chapel at the Cathedral of St. John the Divine in New York City. In the name of the Holy One who brings light to us who sit in darkness and who guides our feet into the way of peace. Amen. Greetings from New York, dear friends in Maine. First, let me offer my profound thanks to my dear friend Bishop Thomas Brown, who extended the invitation for me to be your preacher today. I am deeply humbled and honored. I also want to thank and commend the Racial Justice Council for sponsoring this service commemorating the life of Blessed Absalom Jones, the first African-American to be ordained to holy orders in the Episcopal Church. And since this is your first Absalom Jones service, I thought I would tell you a little bit about him. Absalom Jones was born enslaved in Delaware in 1746. His owner realized that Absalom was a bright boy, and so he took him from the field to work in the house where Absalom learned to read. After the death of his owner, the son sold the plantation along with Absalom's mother, his five brothers and sister when Absalom was 16. And they went to Philadelphia where the owner bought a store. Absalom's job in the store was to store, pack up, and carry out goods. At the age of 20, in 1766, Absalom began his first formal education by going to night school operated by Quakers. He got married in 1770, and later he was able to buy his wife's freedom with money the couple earned working evenings for wages. Through hard work and diligence, Absalom Jones and his wife managed to buy a home and several pieces of property. He made an application to his master in 1778 to purchase his freedom, but this was not granted. He said, my desire for freedom increased as I knew that while I was a slave, my house and lot might be taken as the property of my master. This induced me to make many applications to him for liberty to purchase my freedom. And on the first day of October, 1784, he generously gave me a manumission. Absalom experienced all the degradation and oppression that routinely marked the lives of both enslaved and free blacks during his time. But fast forward to 2021, not much has changed for people of African descent in this country. Although he had the money to purchase his freedom, his master refused him for six years. Absalom Jones was a preacher and leader who spoke out against the racial injustices that he saw. Isaiah 61.1 describes Absalom absolutely. The spirit of the Lord God was upon him because the Lord had anointed him and sent him to bring good news to the oppressed, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives. Yes, my friends, Absalom Jones preached the good news of Christ to his oppressed black brothers and sisters in Philadelphia. He and Richard Allen were preachers in St. George's Methodist Church, and they attracted a lot of black folks. And they overflowed from the gallery where they were required to sit and started taking seats down on the main floor. Here is, what Richard, here is Richard Allen's account of a fateful Sunday morning. We had not long been on our knees before I heard a considerable scuffling and low talking. I raised my head and saw one of the trustees having hold of the Reverend Absalom Jones, pulling him off his knees and saying, you must get up, you must not kneel here. Mr. Jones replied, wait until prayer is over. No, you must get up now, I will call for aid and force you away. Mr. Jones said, wait until prayer is over and I will trouble you no more. With that, he beckoned to one of the other trustees to come to his assistance. He came to William White to pull him up. By this time, the prayer was over and we all went out of the church in a body and they were no more plagued with us in the church. Some months before they were booted out of St. George's, Absalom Jones and Richard Allen founded the Free African Society the first black self-organization in this country. Absalom Jones believed that if blacks were to survive in this racist land, they had to rely on themselves and not on the majority culture. He was convinced that racism was so ingrained in this society that blacks must pool their resources, sparse though they were, and aid each other. Absalom Jones, Richard Allen, and members of the Free African Society worked tirelessly during the yellow fever epidemic of 1793 by helping all the citizens of Philadelphia, no matter the race, and were then accused in a pamphlet by Matthew Carey of profiteering from the disease and of plundering the houses of the sick. Absalom Jones and Richard Allen published a retort in their own pamphlet titled, A Narrative of the Proceedings of the Black People during the late awful calamity in Philadelphia in the year 1793 and a refutation of some censures thrown upon them in, in some late publications. This pamphlet is available for download at the National Library of Medicine. PBS has noted, the narrative documented the courageous actions of the blacks who dedicated themselves to fighting the disease and included a meticulous accounting of payments and expenses. It was also an indictment of both whites who fled the city, including Carey himself and those who remained but turned their backs on the sick. Jones and Allen speculated that Carey had, quote, made more money by the sale of his scraps than a dozen of the greatest extortioners among the black nurses. Again, today in 2021, not much has changed since the time of Absalom Jones. People of color, blacks, are a vast majority of essential workers for the COVID-19 pandemic. Doctors Uche and Oni Blackstock wrote in the Washington Post on February 1st. Black Americans have suffered one of the highest death rates from COVID-19, with one out of 735 black Americans dying from disease. For whites, that figure is one in 1,030. Yet white Americans are being vaccinated at rates up to three times higher than black Americans. Across the country, 
There are reports of majority black areas struggling to deal with non-resident white people traveling to their communities to be vaccinated. While keeping the religious tenets out of the free African society, Absalom Jones and Richard Allen organized the non-denominational African Church of Philadelphia after leaving St. George's for good. To give the congregation stability, they voted for affiliation with the Episcopal Church, with Absalom Jones becoming the pastor of the first parish among black people. St. Thomas African Episcopal Church of Philadelphia was dedicated on July 17, 1794, and formally received as a congregation into the Episcopal Church on October 12th. It was the first time that people of African descent were admitted into any white ecclesiastical organization. Bishop White ordained Absalom Jones as a deacon in 1795 and ordained him as a priest in St. Thomas's African Episcopal Church in 1804. It was nine years from deacon to priest. Absalom Jones's ministry reflected his understanding of the plight of his people. He understood and expressed from his own expression the deep faith that God was not absent from him and from any of them, even in the midst of their tribulation as enslaved people in a land that did not consider them fully human. He preached openly against slavery and urged white Christians who tacitly or otherwise supported slavery to repent from their evil. Absalom Jones believed that God took on the cause of the disinherited at any time or in any place. From his interpretation of the Holy Scriptures, Absalom believed that God was on the side of the abused and would bring judgment on their oppressors. In today's gospel, we heard these comforting words from Jesus. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Time and time again, Jesus has asked us to love God, to love one another, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Absalom Jones is the epitome of love. He shows us the way to be loving and to take the brave high road. He exhorts us to stand for truth, to stand for justice, and to stand for equality, but to do so in a loving way and to be brave about it. Absalom Jones died on February 13, 1818. If Absalom was among us today, I believe he would be active in the Poor People's Campaign. If Absalom was among us today, I believe he would be active in Black Lives Matter. If Absalom was among us today, I believe he would use social media for the common good. If Absalom was among us today, I believe he would challenge our churches to boldly step forward and preach from sunrise to sunset that in Christ, there truly should be and can be, in the words of the Apostle Paul, neither Jew nor Greek, rich nor poor, enslaved nor free, black nor white. By remembering and upholding Absalom's example, we can rid our church of racism and enable the Episcopal Church to become an instrument of addressing the problems of systemic racism and economic injustice in this country. In the name of our loving, liberating, and life-giving God, amen.
Thank you for listening to the Faith in Maine podcast, brought to you by the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. If you like this podcast, please leave a review and rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That helps us spread God's Word even further. Thank you.